Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many not, people not we have listening to us. In my own posterior. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I gotta have use, use it for something. So, Gaffly, how many people are listening to us? How many people are downloading us every week? I think he said it was up to like 4.3 million. Nice. We should be making something out of this for crying out loud. Kanye wants to buy us out. 4.29 million returned them. <laughs> but that 10,000, there are basically. There's still 10,000 out there, though. That's right. Hey, that's right. That's right. That's not bad. Dr. Tar. This is Professor, uh, the president of the Ramar Club. Heather. This is the Midnight Ron Popeil Gadfly. <laughs> uh, this is your ever loving Dr. Head. Turn your head and cough. And a rather soggy blonde. <laughs> <laughs> and you are listening to. Well, inmates, on this episode of Unsane Radio, we've got some very special therapy coming your way. You are going to love it. (laughs) Well, no, you won't. Kind of like aromatherapy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, aroma might be too pleasant of a word. (laughs) These movies have some stank on them. Uh, we're going to be talking about Octoman. Yes, Octoman and the Beach Girls and the Monster. Oof, oof. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Octoman is uh, pretty much what it sounds like, although the, the Octa might be a misnomer. The fishy well. tail, Sext- indeed. <laughs> Sextaman might be the more accurate term. The uh, creature looks more like a demented squidward than an actual octopus but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a pre-squidward yeah, exactly it's, and, and it's Rick Baker too by the way yeah you know they, they paid a lot of money for that costume still no excuse though, but it's Rick Baker <laughs> right right and uh, the plot is, the plot is pretty What's simple you know it's, it's a, a scientific expedition in Mexico they discover this weird kind of mutated uh, octopus, baby octopus-like uh, creature. There's something going on in the water with the mutations. Hanging from and the then, bushes, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they crawl around. They from the- <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> they yeah, there's odd. weird uh, octopus mutated half-man, half-octopus who shows up and uh, gets revenge to uh, get his or her or its, its baby. And hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that octopus... Or Octoman. A lot of, lot of bitch slapping with those tentacles. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> now, this this movie is is at times painful to watch. No no doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> and I'll beat around the bush here. It, it is unpleasant, but uh, it's also got some I heard, hilarity to it as well. Which uh, you know, I heard uh, the Japanese version had some tentacle sex scenes inserted into it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so much more enjoyable to show some Yuratsuka Doji or something like that, you know, in here. I, I would have paid a dollar more to see the movie had it, you know, evolved into that, but uh, or devolved. But no such luck. So, well, you have to uh, also you have to put this movie into context with um, its budget. Correct. Nineteen seventy one, which is probably about three dollars for the. Yes, I, I was I was going to say you know around three hundred dollars and two ninety seven. Yeah, that's right, three hundred because they had to pay Rick Baker. It was his first. <laughs> it was his first uh, first movie. Rick Baker, a special effects legend, created the suit, and um, I mean, if you look closely, you're going to see the gaps around so, the ankles and the neck, but just don't don't look too. So close. you're gonna. So the budget went for the Winnebago and Rick Baker, right? All right, they had to, and then, you know, I think a lot of the stock footage, I think they probably found that online. Well, no, before online. And the local library, they went and got some microfish and showed it up there. 
wasn't the one of the writers or the writers the uh, people that did Creature of the Black Lagoon or something like that? Yes, that is correct. Or someone was involved with Harry Essex. Actually, he, di- he directed it, didn't he? Yeah, Harry, Harry Essex. Essex. Yeah. yeah, he also did it. It came from outer space and uh, cremators, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Cremators. Have you seen that one? And he did oh, that cremator. The cremators, I think I remember... Yeah, we had a we had a, the big, a room the in the back of our video ball. store back there. We we had a special room that only adults could go into, and there was a room a movie back yeah, there. Yeah, Doctor Hit. It's not C R E A M. Oh, okay. the crematorium. <laughs> it's not what I not what people put in their coffee anyway. Uh, I hope they're not putting in their coffee. But, so where yeah, was this movie made? I, Mexico, I believe. I believe it was. Shot I love I, and and I love all the 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 really good Mexican accents. <laughs> right by non-Mexican yeah. actors, and and wasn't that a uh, uh, Sinbad, Caruin uh, Matthews? Yes, he, yes, yeah. yes. And the yeah, whistling, was, the whistling, just, and, the whistling just put me over the edge. And then uh, Jeff, Jeff Morrow, all those cat calls. Yeah, you know, Jeff Morrow was in This Island Earth and the Giant yeah. Claw. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's Mitch McAfee. Um, uh, yeah, Giant Chronos. Claw deserves a whole episode. We Chronos too. Yeah, Chronos is a good movie. I almost picked Chronos, so next time we'll do. We'll I do like Chronos. So there's there's a there's some cast members who you've done some things. Then we um, can't forget we the, the Aquaman through the marvelous uh, cinematography that they have. You can recognize all of them readily too. <laughs> yeah, but what I like though most most of the footage is really badly shot, it, you know, and it's 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 that sweaty '70s look. It's just uncomfortable. It's, it looks bad. It looks like a like a an episode an episode of of uh, filmed in Dolby Vision. No, of uh, what was the show with with Leonard Nimoy? Oh, um, in search of yeah, in search of you know, kind of has that that kind of look. But toward the end. They must have had a one really good day where the weather was cooperating because the sun was out because they were Doctor Man's going toward this you know the lake for their next two and like oh my god there's color and there's grass and it's green look at that it actually looked pretty nice that was the first day <laughs> yeah the rest of it looks looks as bad as you want but the costume though Rick Baker did an admirable job on making Sexta Man stand <laughs> the Doctor Man because it's, it's only six arms. But it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Ray Harryhausen thing about animating the six <laughs> six right. arms. As opposed, we to don't eight. have enough money to, for eight arms. Oh, but uh, there is a, there is a scene in the movie though where it's kind of that upshot close up of the of the monster, and they've got the all four arms like tied together, you know, with, with <laughs> strings and moving with the backlight. Did you remember that scene? It could have oh, been one of the like ones a I had. So I like all four, through. yeah, all four of them are 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 you know actually moving, are articulated to a degree, you know, yeah. um, moving. But that's the only oh, scene I, I think there is in, in the movie. I wanted to throw in. I think technically it is an Octoman because if you look closely, his feet, he's walking Squidward style on two tentacles, and off the back of his legs are tentacles themselves which is i i no. think at this point they probably That's did it and they're like yeah they well no they probably <laughs> did it and they're like oh girl wait we need we need we need two more two more tentacles all right just just have them come off the back of the legs that'll be fine it's the, nobody will care <laughs> That's probably true i know well, you can't put it there sorry <laughs> i i will have to look at uh to make sure i can see pictures of that I can only see six. But count I'll the tentacles. Yeah. Yeah, count the tentacles. There's a game for you. You know, bring your favorite beverage and count the tentacles. <laughs> count yeah. the tentacles by Milton Bradley. That's right. Does Octoman have eight or only six? You can find out. <laughs> no. Ladies, it's up to you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I uh, wanted like to turn over the discussion of Octoman, the merits, the many faults. Yes, the budget was pretty astronomically low. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, but hey. Astro zombie low. It's actually a quarter of <laughs> a million dollars was a budget, and it grossed $280,000. So it made $30,000. Know. <laughs> so there it is. That's a win. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I mean, depending on how much marketing 
you know, they put in there. But hey, what what uh, it was filmed in uh, Griffin Park in, in Bronson Keys, Los Angeles. <laughs> it was filmed in Los Angeles. So there you go. Los Angeles. It looked like Los Angeles. <laughs> Sweaty. Actually, it was Sweaty Ontario. I remember my days in the seventies when I was in Los Angeles for you know probably about twenty years of my life in in about a, a week. I, I I need to hear more about that. It's better than this movie. And it's one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Turned my life around, Doctor Head. So I. Los Angeles. You're welcome. Welcome. You were heading down the sure path <laughs> watching was, something was. good that day and is it no 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 I need to watch Octoman. You brought me back. <laughs> well Dr. Tar, uh tell us with all eight arms. What you think of Octoman? <laughs> well <laughs> there we don't go. talk when you when somebody wants you to. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Gadfly, would you like to interject <laughs> with words? Uh, yes. Yeah. It, it turns here. <laughs> Should I talk I'm, now? When? I'm befuddled, I'm sorry. Yes, now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I watched this movie. Uh, what did I think? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> stop that. That's more. I finished right. it. I you know, I think and, this job was going to be had to be work. Yeah, well, and I finished it, you know, because I was obligated to. <laughs> You're going to be regretting not using your veto. <laughs> Already regretting. <laughs> we we should have a tap out clause. <laughs> <laughs> How much fun can we take? Standing, we're gonna call each other. We're I made it 38 minutes and 27 seconds. Look, we're gonna watch Damn. it at four o'clock. We'll all watch it at the same time and we start calling each other. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it. <laughs> you give up? No, no, tap out game. I like that. Yeah, well, I just fell asleep and I woke up a couple times. Like, oh, yeah, there's Dr. Man. Okay, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You suggest the movie and you fell asleep. I woke up. <laughs> I go back How could you not? <laughs> I just missed a couple pieces in the middle. You know, I'm sure something happened. He killed a bunch of people. I saw that. I'm like, yeah, here's the Octoman. He rescues the the baby octopus and he kills everybody. Okay, I, I get where they're going with this. You know, until they kill him. So, <sighs> yeah, 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 it was it was, it was very well written. You, you you realize octopuses don't have just one, right? <laughs> Octopi. So there's like a, a gazillion of them somewhere. So I was eating a cherry pie while Ooh. watching the octopi. So <laughs> for my birthday, octopi. Uh, yeah, this so is you were occupied, right? <laughs> I was. <laughs> I certainly was. I was. I was begging or occupied. Yeah, that's even right. better. Kind of more yes. appropriate. You were occupied. You sure I can't paint the house or do something else like this today? Occupied. Sure? Occupied. Cream pie, right? Wow. <laughs> not that early in the day <laughs> well maybe uh, <laughs> yeah. well the best thing about this movie is that it wasn't 80 minutes it was only 79 so you know I don't know if I could have handled <laughs> one more minute how can you fault yeah. that or a minute and I would have been yeah. there, I would have done it <laughs> well and I love how Ackerman just you know like any good monster does Ackerman can show up at the most inopportune times and he's just so quiet you know people are like kind of quiet sitting there quietly doing nothing and then he just kind of slogs up you know out of the water well you think they would make that slogging sound and he just kind of whips his arms around you know but see what i what i i never heard of this movie until last year and someone had posted a little clip (laughs) of this on on facebook or something and it was where he like walks out of the trailer the winnebago and like he just starts whipping everybody i'm like oh my god what is this movie i I have to see this movie. This is fantastic. So, so when Octoman attacks you, it feels like s- someone snapping you with a wet I guess towel, it, right? Well, it'd be a sucker punch, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> ah, Thank you. Or <laughs> that's right. It's like, and then when it rips off, it's like the sound of like little plastic bubbles popping, bubble wrap. <laughs> you know, he keeps galore. Well, good thing it's not Squid Man, right? 
they spend yeah. all their money on the costume. Yeah. Now, earlier when we were discussing this, I remember Blue Fez and I had, had talked about this a little bit. And, and Fez, one of the first things you had mentioned was uh, how long the movie makers wait before the big reveal of the Octoman. Would you like to talk about that? Wait? There's no wait. <laughs> We get the monster in the credits. I bet the only they, they position the credits over the monster. I mean, there's no buildup. We're, we're not given anything. In fact, this movie should have a subtitle, Octoman, or we spent a lot of money on the suit, and goddammit, we're going to use it. It's like, go. I was like, come on, wine me, dine me. No, I don't get that. I, I'm immediately expected to put out, like, within seconds of the movie starting. And I, you know what? I'm just, yeah. I I, I stayed awake during all 79 minutes of this sweaty <laughs> fiasco and i you know at least with the the next movie we're going to talk about beach girls and, and and the monster that was like riff worthy this this movie wasn't riff worthy i i, I mean it was a slogging is the oh, right yes term. it was <laughs> no 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 even, even i was trying to riff it and at some point i'm like no this is just the, no, just stop and stop with the movie. That's, stop, that's when stop. you gather your inner riffness and just oh, riff on it. I I, I, I tried, but it just yeah. I couldn't. I, it was just so inept. I you failing miserably, my son. Oh no! I oh trust me. Beach. I watched Beach Girls right after this, and I was riffing on fire. That movie was delightful. But this, yes, you, there you go. I, I absolutely agree with that. It it, it just it's like. <laughs> Here, the one the one thing that came out of this movie the first thing i thought of was the original the flock ink. no not ink <laughs> i've got plenty of ink spongebob um speaking of cream pie the first thing i thought of was the fly and you know you remember when you see it as a kid and you know he's got the giant head and the claw and he's like hey, I'm tapping on stuff and you know the first thing you think of you're like oh Man, what's the rest of him look like? We want to see more. Then we get Cronenberg's remake in the 80s, and you're like, oh, dear God, that's terrifying and also so awesome. This movie is just the opposite. I think, and I, I, I'm going out on a limb here, I would have liked it if Octoman was just kind of slightly humanoid, looked more human from the neck down, but had an octopus head with tentacles coming off of it. And and maybe his fingers are a little bit longer and, and with suction cups so that at least, oh, and, and he needs to have the beak. You got to have the beak mouth in there because that, that was just, I'm like, no. So like Ember, oh, so good. Go ahead. It's it just, thought. you know, where we could get, it's like the less is more here because I am really, I'm not, not knocking Rick Baker because, you know, that guy's had an amazing in this career. film yes yeah well sure and we all got to <laughs> it was his first movie right? guy give him credit but yeah. this is yeah. his first movie yeah, yeah 20 yes. bucks to make a costume but th this really was I have a no case. problem yeah this really was a case where less was more we they should have concentrated mostly on the head so maybe we get like eyes that actually move or blink or something like that absolutely and and, and it just would have made more sense because one of the problems with this thing is this thing is slogging. He's lumbering through the forest. And I'm like, there's well, no way he could. And how did he get in the RV? He has no fingers. He can't open locks or doors. Oh, sure. Their tentacles are like prehensile. They can wrap around things and move them. They're very smart. So, you, what, so what I'm hearing, Gadfly, is that, or I'm sorry, Fez, is that you want him to look more like Emperor Guillotine from Johnny Sacco. <laughs> sure. Or, um, or, or, or Edward Jones. Penis Hands. Yeah, well, right. Or Davy Jones from... Um, one one of the pirates movies of yes, second from third Caribbean movie yeah. yeah yeah something like that because I think it would have been you know oh like a which was a absolutely brilliant a, that was <laughs> but going back to, to the movie though I think it, it they probably didn't tell Rick that they were just going to film film it full front up you know what I mean the 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 photography of it I mean if they would have had a better photographer you know kept it you know just the way in the light and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't think it would have been quite so blatant as how bad it is, but and you know what I mean? Exactly. And I'd like to know how in the hell does a tentacle punch through a guy's chest? Really? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> it's a stiff arm. I've seen, uh, I've seen many anime ten tentacles punch through something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. I, but this guy, I was expecting more of a smoosh followed by a clown nose honk. You know, <laughs> you know when he hits the would have made I, would have made a lot better. If oh, I was I, doing the editing, that's what would have happened. 
Yeah, uh, it just you know and, we and know it, that, and it's it's kind of, and in a way it was kind of disappointing because I I really wanted to like this because it's an interesting idea, but oh my god, so much fail and yeah, and it's yeah, okay, I'm done. I don't want to talk so about. So was Melt Man after this? <laughs> Oh, see, I would rather, okay, much like I complained about RoboCop 2, I would much rather watch a 24-hour science fiction marathon of the incredible Melting Man than watch Hot Command again. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, that's another great Today's therapy session is going to be very healing for all of us. Get it out. Get it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> And then it's going to skip over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I, and I would like to apologize to Gadfly if I was spike in the mic there for a few minutes ago because I got really worked up. <laughs> no, it's hard to control any of it. Uh, there's a, a lot of distortion, so yeah, I'm trying to control it, but it's it's coming from everybody, so it's not a big deal. Well, much like that movie, a lot of distortion. Just, <laughs> it also had one of the longest cave scenes, too. Like, what, what, oh, I'm yes. like, what the hell? I'm like, it, it, that... Uh, it's much Rare like cave octopus. Yeah, much like the costume, they said we've got a cave and we're going to use it. Yep. Yeah. And it wasn't. Was what was that cave? Bronson's cave. <laughs> Charles that's Bronson's that's cave. in now. Yeah, it's the one that's in every movie fifties. Yeah, never seen. Bronson's cave. Now the in color. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh really? Was that co- in color? <laughs> the last, last two, three shots were, I saw the sun and everything. Now here's here's the magic. That's what's going to bring these two together. You're wondering, what possibly could these two movies have in common? What's <laughs> the theme that ties them together, other than being steaming piles? But how how did Octoman camp come to be within the movie? What caused Octoman and all the little crazy octopi? Radiation. <laughs> yes, mutation. Spawning. And now we have another movie that also has a monster spawned from mutation. The Beach Girls and the Monster. 1965. Only six years separate these two screen gems. But, you know, yeah, the Beach Girls and the Monster. In the blink and cinematic eye. <laughs> Radiation yeah, surfers are bad. being uh, brutally murdered, uh, and by this supposed monster, you know. We, and we know there's a there's danger, and that there's a monster in the surf because that's my favorite part of the movie is the song, monster <laughs> in the yeah, surf. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that song needed to go on about another ten more minutes. I think that would have been just just really really good. Maybe get the and that was Frank Sinatra. Thank you. Frank Sinatra Jr., right? He uh, his song came up like eight or nine times. Like you know, can you could you not afford to like have two theme songs? But no, it was like baby go baby, (laughs) surf baby baby or something like that was his song. And just think that opening credit somewhere in this world that someone's grandma dancing up there. Yeah, well, you know, in in the movie though, if you notice the the woman who who plays Jane, um, Jane. Ellen, Elaine DuPont, she was like 42 years old when she made this movie. <laughs> and it was obvious. You know, that's okay. why they have a lot of long it's, shots. When she gets closer. Grandma. All right. You know, and like the other like the other teenagers were like 40 years old. Like everyone was like 40 and 50 years old. I know. You know and I thought, well, like, hey, you guys are making, it's like mid-1960s, you're on the beach can you not find anyone who was like under 50 years old to want to, want to be in a, like a goofy no. team, you know, surf movie? Seriously? I, I, I blame think, it. I think I blame it on the steroids and the milk. For the listeners at home from this point forward, whenever the word teenagers is used, put air quotes around that. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that, brings up, that brings up an interesting uh, point. Um, because in the 50s and the 60s, TV was the same way. Mm. Portrayed, yeah, everything was portrayed in the same way. Um, middle-aged teenagers. Most, most, yeah, yeah, a lot of middle-aged teenagers. <laughs> Labor laws. And, and, or, 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 you know, <laughs> older, older uh, parents. Teeners. <laughs> or older teeners, yes. There's a rash of older teeners. <laughs> So it sounds like everyone enjoyed Beach Girls and the Monster more than Octoman. 
Oh, no, 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 not really. No, I don't, okay, I, good, good, because I, I was 10 minutes shorter. I, I thought for sure this would be less painful to endure. And No. No, no. You know, for the first two minutes when you get the scenes on the beach and the credits are rolling and everyone's dancing, I'm like, okay, this is going to be entertaining. It's kind of fun. Maybe not. Out here. And then it just comes to us grinding, grinding, and grind. Not a halt. It just keeps I on grinding. Halt. Yes. It just grinds and grinds for these story arcs that really are just so boring and uh, have nothing to do with the monster beach girls. Well, not nothing to do, but just very so, peripherally. Yes. Yeah. So, so away from the concept of this goofy beach surf movie <laughs> and it's the grind. That's what hurts. I came away feeling very bruised. And, and who made crushed. this movie? Well, John Hall directed it. Yes. And the writer, the screenplay was by Joan Gardner. And Joan Gardner. Still no excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what did she do? Uh, She did like Mr. Magoo, some Mr. Magoo. (laughs) She wrote some Scooby Doo mysteries. Of course. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And she did some Jetsons. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, Adventures of Spunky and Tadpole, which I had never even heard of that. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, over this character. I'm, I'm glad. Tired. A, I'm glad there was an ampersand in there. Yes, <laughs> Spunky Tadpole. Spunky Tadpole. It's a band name. I call it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, John Hall. Uh, we got uh, Sue Casey as as Vicky, the uh, the trampy, you know, stepmother who's uh, very seducive she was like the uh can't spell yeah. vicky without icky yeah she was all being very flirty and uh just reeked of stds <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hi you want to do me i'm gonna go pose and then i'm going down to the beach with my with my friends we gotta make it back in time for the <laughs> early bird because we got a shuffleboard tournament to hit because i'm yeah, she's, yeah, I'm. And she's only, married. Only she's and she's married to to John Hall, right? Right. Yes, Doctor Otto Lindsay. Well, yeah, and, do you and, remember and, the scene? Do you remember the scene when she comes home drunk? Yes. And that scene is one whole jazz song. Oh yeah. If you watch that scene, I I that scene fascinated me because it's it's like its own little uh, time capsule Snippet. video clip. Mm-hmm. It's just it's brilliant. It's brilliant the way that whole thing works, uh, the image and the song behind it. I'm with Professor uh, Feather on this. <laughs> well, there you go. It is I, a jazzy. It is a jazzy soundtrack. So, so you found a uh, a glimmer out of this somewhere. Well, right? no, I think the the scene is utterly right. useless and and banal. But uh, and therein lies. But the way it looked, there's something that therein you, therein lies. About it, its inherent banality um, really just was was more the catalyst. It's so within, kind of, within my psyche at the it's time. So the car wreck mentality we still have to look. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, but look. All right, I I guess I'm going to be the one to go out on the uh, out on the. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Now I think. Since it followed Octoman, that's what made it better for me. Had I watched it by itself, I probably would have fallen asleep or just said, screw this and turned it off. But I watched it after Octoman, and I found it to be a delightful palate cleanser after that trashy, just awful movie. And like I said earlier, I was riffing. I was I was on fire. Mrs. Fez was chuckling as well to my riff, so I... I enjoyed there you it. go. There, there's a big. You said it earlier. You have to apologize. How ripping, many times did you it, have to apologize to her? For oh Ricky? no, no. You know what? No, <laughs> it is a fun riff movie. It is. It, it, there, there really wasn't any apology. I think the fact that I was riffing it probably made it more palatable for her. Um, but uh, no, I just think everything about this movie is a caricature. It's also over the top. The the ineffectual dad scientist who who hatches this totally brainless plot to keep his son from becoming a beach bum after a, ter- <laughs> after a terrible car accident which his, then bring go ahead feather is i'm sorry and his son is 36 oh yeah yes and and he, and he kind of dotes on him like he's 12 um he's which is really kind of weird and and then there's the trashy 
stepmom who's kind of hitting on the sun and anything with legs and it's and it's it's just and the cripple artist <laughs> yeah, that's, yes and then and then the guy that the kid hit was in the car accident they felt bad for him so now he's living in the house and i'm like this is like uh my three sons gone horribly wrong um it's just bizarre but i gotta tell you sue casey she plays the stepmom and i i've seen her in some other like low budget movies like Catalina oh, yeah. Caper, yes. which is one of my favorite uh, MST3K <laughs> episodes. And I've always liked it. When she, when she turns up, you're like, hey, Sue Casey. And I, I've always loved her. But just, Feather, you talked about that scene. She's drunk. She stumbles into the bar, which was very nice, by the way. And she sees the note, meet me in the bedroom. And she's just got that jazzy, sleazy music as she's stumbling slash parading up to the stairs. I was in hysterics. That was so awesome. I'm like, that right there made the movie for me until we get to the end when the plot is revealed. And it's like, really? This is where we're going with this? And then the the, the car chase, and I'm like, oh. So uh, to, to Dr. Head, thank you for that, because I that really just kind of made my evening after Octoman. Well, thank the, you the for Beach Girls. You're very welcome, Lupez. Oh, man, I, I think the, latex. Sorry. <laughs> the, uh, the car chase is one of my favorite scenes. It almost it 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 is almost straight out of like any like airplane, you know, where they're driving back to the airport and you see all this back screen or the front screen, you know, it, it is that bad. Yeah. Um, if you know, like Sue Casey and Arnold Lessing, who plays the their her stepson there's only 10 years difference you know, between them. <laughs> so he was only 39 years old when she made this you know movie and you know. he was 37 sorry <laughs> exactly right hey mom you're only two years ahead of me in school but <laughs> I, i'm glad you enjoyed it so much it, it, it was a movie that was easy to make fun of and oh, yes and once you start seeing like you know oh my god everyone everyone's just so how old are you guys? You guys are teenagers, right? You know? <laughs> right. It was good. Uh, I, you know, my favorite scene. I think the only scene I, other than the car chase, which goes on way too long, but I'm grateful for the backgrounds because <laughs> with the great, yeah, I was gonna say the backgrounds. They're great. hysterical, and like especially when <laughs> the two are chasing. You know, the, we've got you know Arnold or Richard and, and his girlfriend Jane are in the car. Like the scenes where they're behind them and you see the front of the car and how close they are oh, yeah. to the other cars like weaving back and forth like almost like stop traffic. I was just like hysterical. Like and it's just bouncing all over the place. It's yeah, well, yeah, and it's like, like perspective, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's like these cars What's are that? gigantic or you must be like two inches away from this car at breakneck speed, you know, and you just see him moving around and, you know, and, and yeah, it was just completely, utterly horrible. And the, the monster costume, oh. uh, you know, hey, it's, it's no Octoman. Can it's I no add Octoman. something? But, but I noticed so there, its head yeah. is kind of pointed up and remind me a little bit of Spectre Man, which was the uh, <laughs> crazy 70s tokusatsu <laughs> show a little bit. It looks like Spectre Man on the beach. Uh. So there, that's what I'm going for. So, so I'm I'm surprised nobody brought up the puppet scene. Well, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's bringing that up. Nobody did. Did everybody that's, just kind of look down at the floor and go, "Oh dear God, what's no, that's, going on?" That's the whole. That's the first scene I ever saw from this movie. I, I caught it like midway. Or that was, oh, you know, like no. I was a teenager, and it was on probably you know commander usa or something like that and i turned it on and i see this guy with a lion puppet and I'm like what the hell is this and then they started singing you know oh there's a monster in the surf and then yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh there's a monster in the surf yeah this movie was <laughs> i love that i yeah. was waiting for the course of yeah 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 and I thought, wow, this I need to see this movie. And uh, I don't remember anything else other than that. So here's a, a little little bit of uh, trivia here. So the guy that plays Mark, the crippled, uh, uh, lusted up uh, artist. Crip. The, yeah, Walter <laughs> Edmiston is his name. And I think he's done a lot of voiceover work because I recognize his, his voice almost immediately. He did a kid show, I believe, uh, in the 50s or the 60s. The, the lion is one of his puppets. I believe, let's see, the lion's name was, I think, Kingsley the Lion. 
because yeah. I'm looking at it going, okay. Was that in the 60s? Yeah, maybe. I, 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 yeah, late, late. Yeah, really it late. had to been. The, the, it was like 64 that this movie was made. I thought it was about the same time. 65, this movie came out in 65. And, uh, and he also, <laughs> which then after I found this out, uh, worked with uh, Sid and Marty Croft. Uh, and I'm like, oh, there we go. Done. Everything comes together. <laughs> okay. yeah. Wraps up in a nice little goofy puppet gift pack. And I'm like, but I'm like, uh, everything is fine. And then we get this weird scene. We got the girlfriend who starts singing like Betty Boop. And then, and then it ends. And then you're left with the, the beatnik with the puppet. Like, what do we do? <laughs> and it's like, okay, okay, thanks. But at this point, I'm laughing in hysterics. So I, it was all good. I'm just surprised nobody brought that up. Puppets. And, and could I ask... In the lyrics of the song, didn't they ask if the monster had a Woody? <laughs> he drove a Woody. That's a car. It was really disturbing if I heard that. <laughs> yes. <sighs> but he could be driving that Woody, you know, all night long. But, uh, yeah, and then um, and I thought, I thought, I, watching defer, these I guys, defer to the woodworkers. You know, the one guy with like the springy, the springy glasses with his, you know, the eyeballs pop out <sighs> and they, like, on the little slinkies. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> those teeners. Well, I was not like, sorry. I immediately oh. thought of Cyclops movies when I saw that. Thing. <laughs> but those white kids sure know how to have fun. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, this, this between this movie and Horror of Party Beach, uh, there was a definite influence in on making Monster of Party oh, Beach. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. not to see. <laughs> that one, that one, we'll have to do Horror of Party Beach because that one has more of the bad dancing. Oh yeah, yeah. Not oh, yeah. <laughs> so Bog had no influence on you. <laughs> uh, I have not seen Bog yet, so uh, you know. I saw about five minutes of Bog. <laughs> this one still has all the hallmarks, you know, where the kids are telling the cops, you know, uh, about the monster. And I love when the like the guy takes off his mark. He just takes off in the car, and the cops just start shooting. At the <laughs> Stop him! Pop! 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 Yes. Oh, Scott, yeah, Scott, well, Scott the not cop, like <laughs> just just shoot, just shoot him randomly. He's on the road, and uh, damn sure the car's coming. That doesn't matter. Yeah. I thought, well, that's that's a very exciting. Yeah, you you can tell Scott the cop has got issues. He's definitely got some anger issues there. Yeah, he didn't he didn't pick up his line in the first part of the movie. It was almost like when somebody <laughs> says something to him, and he doesn't exactly answer, and you're like line line and then he says it and then he does the the shooting thing i'm like scott is just one step away from a bad day <laughs> he's grateful i love how the cop that the just drove off assumes that it's a <laughs> they show him that footprint yeah it's just like oh it's exactly like this fish from antigua yeah <laughs> right it's like sure. what the f what fucking kind of fish Makes a print like that. <laughs> you know that crazy Mantiguan walking fish. Yeah. On two fins. If you haven't heard of that, come on. I saw one down uh, down on Thirty uh, Fourth and Vine the other day. He's just strolling by. Oh, those foreigners! <laughs> hanging out with an Octoman. They were slugging through the streets. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, to say that a fish had left a footprint like that—that that was. What the fuck? I was trying to find like how much money the what the budget was, but I can't. I don't see anything on IMDb about it. It just said Paul's bank account. It was just <laughs> seventy minutes, and that was about forty minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted more beach action. I wanted more girls dancing. I wanted more monsters, you know. And I thought it was really great. I really wanted, you know, just the monsters so slow, you know. And like it looked like Sigmund the sea monster with all the like the, the pieces of uh, like seaweed or something. Like the Reffit hanging on Swamp Monster. Yeah. yeah. Right. At Thanks. least that one, there was movement in the head. The whole head like deflated and inflated. It looked like it was <laughs> it was like blowing like up and down. So it was it was like someone was someone inside breathing inside. pretty heavily and it was like sealed around his neck and he was like sucking in sucking in air. <laughs> okay. Hold up here. Isn't that ultimately what it was? Yeah. Yeah. It was a Scooby Doo. It was a Scooby Doo episode. Yes. yes it was. 
the other thing I came away from this movie is watching. Uh, let me let me make a confession here, Doctor Head. This is absolutely not my first rodeo with this movie. Oh. <laughs> you know, I am not a I am not a virgin, buddy. I've been watching this movie for a lot of years, so um, used and put away wet. I really, I really. This is this is I I love this movie. I, I agree with you, Fez. This movie is just perfect for for riffing <laughs> and having fun oh, yes. just a fun yeah. movie just absolutely fun movie the yep. one thing that struck me this time watching it this time around is i'm watching the uh the car chase and the backgrounds and everything and immediately <laughs> uh scenes started popping into my head from uh oliver stone's uh natural born killers oh oh oh, oh all of the oh. all of the all of the backgrounds that you know how he, how he utilized that um yeah. and and it's it's actually a mimicking of what's going on in this in this scene um and it just kind of that scene kind of just brought that into my into my mind too also because it's john hall um who you know here again he's to me in my uh, formative years he was ramar of the jungle and um so i knew who he was you know from a, from a long history with him and then to see him as an aged man and more more elderly man in this was 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 very interesting, and I, those are the little things I came away with uh, watching so it. This kind time. of explain what Raymar was. Uh, what was Raymar? Ramar. Ramar was a oh, Ramar. Ramar of the jungle, wasn't it? Ramar of the jungle. Ramar of the jungle. Now, what was it? Was a, it was a TV show about. He was For a people that don't know it. Yeah. Well, let me explain. <laughs> I okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of a jungle guy. There you go. Well, there it is. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in Professor Feather here. I thought the exact same thing during that chase sequence. Natural born killers, danger diabolique, all of those movies popped into my head when I yeah. oh, when yeah. I was watching that danger scene. Diabolique. It was just uh, yeah, it's like you could see it, but if it was in color, that would totally be natural born killers. I, I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, it was just yeah, especially when the dad is just driving maniacally and he's just like you know, and I'm thinking, oh, it's natural born killers. It was per yeah. Simpatico, my friend. In a monster Simpatico. suit. In, in the monster suit. <laughs> well, <laughs> at that point, he just looked like a beatnik in a fuzzy Lincoln. in a fuzzy sweater. I mean, <laughs> it's, I like how we all went to different places. You know, I went to airplane based in his own juices. You went to natural born killers. <laughs> you know, because it was just so over the top and uh, ridiculous. You know, let's see takeaways. Uh, the disappointments I had is just wasn't enough beach. Like Jackson for me, you know. I mean, but I really wanted to see more verses in the Monster in the Surf song. Uh, I I could have gone to see a few other of those crazy hot dogs with with the mayonnaise and the sand. This, <laughs> now that's what my thought was. Like benefited from it. It should have been in color. I mean, if they could have, but. Well, my first thought was they're on this hot beach outside, and then they got this jar of mayonnaise just sitting in the sand. I'm like, oh my oh, yeah. god, they're going to be eating this mayonnaise, this warm mayonnaise, <laughs> and I just thought, oh, pretty oh, uh, salmonella. Oh, okay, <laughs> it, it is no okay. So, uh, Doctor Head, you you bring it up. You bring up the the, the mayonnaise in 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 the sun on the beach with the sand. Uh, my first thought was, who the hell puts mayonnaise on a hot dog? Yeah, me, <laughs> me too. Yeah, yeah, I'm thing. like, no, no. In fact, I'm, 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 I'm okay, but I'm, I'm Pleto boy here, so I'm going on Paco rules, um, and I'm just like, no, 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 no. And then she puts the sand on the hot dog, and I'm like, okay, now that's just not, that's, that's rude. But then again, it's a gag. You're not paying attention to me. I'm gonna run off. He <laughs> chase me, kiss me. Okay. I was glad she got so eaten. I, guess. I was glad she was annoying, so I was glad she got eaten. I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I was just like, man. I, I will say her murder scene is what gave away the movie for me because he's up there strangling her. I'm like, what? No, he's not going to strangle her. He's a, he's a monster. He's going to mangle her and uh, eat her and get her and not play. Yes. Not, not it strangle. just wasn't very satisfying. Yeah, not uh, strangle her and then play patty cake with her face, which comes back. <laughs> 
in in a couple scenes, some <laughs> of the makeup work was pretty good. When the when the trashy stepmom got killed, and you, you cut to the scene where you see the gashes in her face, I'm like, oh yeah. wow, that's actually not bad. That's pretty good. But there's no did, way that that suit made those gashes. <laughs> did you note? Did you notice too that they did two shots of her? Yes. Yes. Because they said the same thing. Wow, that's pretty cool. Let's let's <laughs> let's, let's do another another angle. <laughs> let's get another take. This is good. This, another, is, good this is good. This is good stuff. Justin's wax. We should just all that before. We have an extra <laughs> bottle of chocolate syrup. Pour more blood on it. No, no, it's got enough. It's just yeah. right. Do it. Shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a permit. Oh, Fine. This is the monster that I based the Reffit monster on. There. Oh, absolutely. It's it's very obvious. Rubber mask. <laughs> yeah, so obvious. Right up there with Mark's. Yeah, I well, my friend Chris made that monster, <laughs> and uh, I I'm proud to say that I I was one of the actors who portrayed the monster. You know, I did the hands. I think uh, a couple of scenes. <laughs> right. I was guy the suit to guy in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never actually wore the uh, the head, the mask. Never wore that, but I did wear the hands. So. It was in the best scenes. The scariest hands were the ones when you see mine. That you know that when you felt terror, that well, those were my hands. Doc, Why didn't you wear the mask? Doc, <laughs> so Doctor Head plays the hand. hand. Can't find what were you saying? Yeah, I don't mind. We were talking about Doctor Head. I want to know. That's where you see Doctor Head for the first time. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a spectacular performance, uh, Doctor Head. I think. So, see this this movie. This movie, uh, you know, comes completely around That's to right. us talking about you know a, a project that one of our own has been involved in for probably what forty years now. <laughs> it's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're yes. talking about Cyclops movies, kids. The best movie company, independent movie company, mentioned today. In this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say! This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. And this is Dr. Head. And this is a satisfyingly, cinematically spent <laughs> And you are listening to Unsane Radio. We'll add that reverb in per post, okay? We can reverb. Well, you just, can just, just, just make it, make it, make it stadium size, okay? Pinch hitting, Benny Mota. <laughs> You're listening, Mister Herman. The running joke. Unsane radio at gmail.com. You can catch us on Facebook all over the face. All over the face, all over the Twitterverse. All over the Twitterverse. Uh, oh, we're just we're just right out there. Cutting edge social media. <laughs> we want to thank everyone for their emails. Thank you for writing. Continue writing to us. We have oh, loved hearing from the you. Deluge of emails. They're kind of hard to take sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> especially the ones we write ourselves. We freaks on Facebook. You've got to check it out. It's a great comic strip by uh, our own Doctor Fez, aka John Boise. Ah, thank um, you. You can. I have a couple of things to say here. Um, you, you that, that it's a, it's a brilliant comic, uh, Faz. I, I really love it. Yeah, that's no, no no bullshit anything. I think it's yeah. very very cool. Well, thank um, you, sir. You're welcome. 
Um, another person you can find on Facebook is Mark Justice, comma, comma writer. Uh, Mark wears several hats. Mark is, is a good writer. He's an accomplished writer. Mark has two books out. Um, what are the names of those books, uh, Dr. Head? Well, the, the first book, uh, it's going to be a little weird for your listeners, but uh, it's it's cozy mystery called Twas the Week After Christmas. Uh, the second book uh, is a grim and violent pulp fiction. Uh, someone wonderful coined it as Splatter Western. I believe that was that was you, Professor Feather. Uh, that is called Gage Black, Hell's Revenge. So I had to kind of balance the scales. You know? All right. Sweet and cozy, Splatter Western. And also, let's talk also about your latest writing um, accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, fill, fill us in on that. Three weeks into a book, uh, kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, it's a long, long story. But uh, this is a nonfiction book uh, called Toxic. And it's a, an ap- one apostate's view of the Christian faith, Bible, and God. And it's basically a summation of 40 years of my struggle with my faith and belief and Christianity and all the things in the Bible that just really didn't set well with me. And uh, after 40 years of struggling to make sense of it all, I just thought, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to write it all out. I, I can't believe this anymore. I just, I just cannot subscribe to any of this. This is lunacy. So it's, uh, it's like a 40-year boil that I've just been squeezing. And it's just, you know... I've got 150 pages in the last uh, less than three weeks written, so it's it's coming out. Okay, cool. And you also have another nice. accomplishment. What about your 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 pulp publication? I'm sorry, I have to step away for a second. Oh, the uh, the pulp. Yes, uh, I'm in the who's who of new pulp uh, for Gage Black, which is pretty cool. Published by Ron Fortier and publisher and uh, Airship 27 Publishers kind of lists a lot of the modern pulp writers and what they're doing so i'm glad someone's keeping some interest in alive in pulp fiction and pulp writing and uh yeah it's a lot of fun thank you for that there you go um unsane radio is on facebook i'm saying we, we have a great website unsaneradio.com you see all the images on facebook, on facebook so um tar and feather psycho cinema that's about it thanks kids